and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one soulful page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, Ktubot 107 and 108, we come across this, I thought, really breathtaking little segment trying to tell us what really matters in life. Have a listen. Come and hear another bright. With regard to one who went overseas and his wife is demanding sustenance. She's saying, hey, my husband isn't here. I need to be provided for. The court descends to his property and feeds and provides a livelihood for his wife, but not for his sons and daughters, and they do not give her something else. Once again, this presents a difficulty for the opinion of Shmuel. Incidentally, the Gemara asks, what is something else? What do they mean by something else mentioned in a Baraita? Because if in this highly specific case she's not entitled to it, that suggests that in every other case she is entitled to this something else. What is it? Rav Chista said, this is a wife's ornaments to which she is entitled in addition to her sustenance. It's jewelry. Rav Yosef said, it is money for charity. In other words, the Talmud seems to suggest today, under ordinary circumstances, a woman is entitled not just to home, shelter, food, obvious things, but also to some nice items and also to have enough money to give to charity. I found this to be such a beautiful and profound sentiment. And there's really only one person I wanted to talk to about it. She is basically our boss here at Tablet Studios, the person who makes all the calls and runs all the business and makes everything run on time. And the responsible adult in the room, one of those people who's, you know, just so wonderful that you can't really pin an exact title on her. Welcome to the show, Tanya Singer. Thank you, Liel. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so Tanya, you read this, you read this beautiful paragraph about not just food and shelter, but also some luxury and also some charity. What comes to your mind? There's a lot that comes to my mind. And as you know, my dad passed away this era of Yom Kippur. So this is very fresh and thinking about, it's, it's not a spouse, thank God, but to lose a parent and to lose my father. Uh, was a, is, It's a very hard time. And I'm wearing a ring that I bought after one of the hard days in the hospital as we were losing him. And, and so it just fits really well with this page of Talmud. Not to take you back to, to this day, but I'm I'm very curious about having a hard day and then turning right around and saying, well, you know what, I, I, I need this beautiful object. I think when you're losing, I know when you're losing someone so part of your body who's like in your, you know, in, in the case of my father, just like I, I look at my hands, I see his hands, my legs are his legs, my mouth, like there's so many parts of him that I see in myself. I was seeking comfort. I was seeking protection. And I actually walked into the store wanting a hamsa. And I wanted something that made me feel safe at a time where I felt so deeply vulnerable. And I saw this little ring. I don't know how you describe this. And it's an it's an eye. It's like warding off the evil eye. And I lost him, but I have this ring and I keep it. I've, I've only worn this since since that day. And it's the only ring that I'm wearing. And it just makes me feel protected. And I don't have my father but I have this ring and it's not a replacement at all, but it just makes me feel a little safer, a little less vulnerable. And I think it's amazing that that the Talmud contemplates that, that a woman alone in the world, whether it's her spouse or her father, would need more than just food on the table. It's more than just surviving. It's feeling feeling comfort, feeling safety, feeling protection in a way that that is like on a cellular level. Like it's very deep 
these relationships. So that's why I have this ring. And I think the charity piece is very interesting too, because I think the third piece that Judaism bakes into loss is community. And whether you want it or not, you're saying Kaddish in a minion, your community shows up for Shiva, you're surrounded by people, by community. And sometimes you don't want people there. Sometimes you want to be in your pajamas crying and you pull yourself together and people that come for you, like come to be with you and comfort you, surround you with this love. And it's, I can't think of a better way to grieve. And I think it's only natural that you should repay the community that supports you. You should put back in what you've taken for yourself when you needed it. Tani Singer, thank you so much for being our guest and may you know no more sorrow. Thank you so much, Leo. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic, and we will see you again soon.